another episode of the dugout. But today's gonna be a little bit different. We are without my co-host Bunger. Like I, like I always say, my name is Matt. But there is a huge treat on today's show, including a guest co-host, celebrity co-host, I guess I could say, a great sports mind and one of my best friends from high school. Uh, still talk to him every day. Drove two hours to be on this show today. I think he wants to get famous. He goes by the name of Tyler Ford. Ford, thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, Matt, uh, thanks for having me. It's nice to be in the studio here and we can talk some sports, maybe some college hoops, a little baseball, NBA, whatever you really want to go with. But uh appreciate you having me here. Yeah, Don't really mind I, the drive. I, I appreciate it. Bunger is on spring break, like I said. I stuck around on the at the university, but he's back home in Long Island just eating Coney dogs and things like that. Um, but today we're going to do the show a little bit differently. I know we've been kind of conducting an overview on each division in the MLB, but we're going to pick back up with that next week when Bunger's back. And like Ford said, we're going to cover a little bit about the NCAA basketball tournament right around the corner, um, maybe some NBA basketball, and just just a little tidbits of random things. What do you want to start with, bud? Uh, seeing as it is March, I feel like we could probably start with some college hoops, and uh, tournament starts about two weeks from today or so. Um, so I think we could probably talk about maybe some of our potential favorites to, to take it home uh, later in March. Obviously, you can't talk favorites without talking about Duke, and um, they've kind of struggled as of late without Zion, with him going down a couple weeks ago. Right. So they pulled before, out pulled out a squeaker last night. Before but, you continue, who did they lose to Wake Forest? Or they, they they won. They won. They, they won. Yeah. It was a battle. They they shouldn't have been that close with Wake Forest. But <clears throat> me and Bunger last week talked a little bit about Duke and how Zion blew out his shoe. Obviously, everybody saw that. If what if he doesn't play the rest of the season? Do they still have a shot? You think? And, I mean. They they still have a shot, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put them down as the the number one favorite if they if they don't have Zion. But I I assume he'll be back. He'll probably he could even be back as as early as this Saturday when they take on UNC. But um, if they were to not have him when it comes to the big dance, like I I can't see them getting past the likes of the Virginias and North Carolinas, Kentucky, Gonzaga, who's a team they lost to, but. But if they are fully healthy, they've proven all year long that that they're definitely the best team in the country. They've only lost one game when they're at 100%. That happened to be against Gonzaga, but that was we're talking like November or December at so, that point. So they've definitely uh, definitely improved over the course of the season. And then yeah, as long as they get healthy, they're going to be a tough out in March. The thing is here, everybody is such a huge fan of Zion. I think Zion's the main guy on Duke. R.J. Barrett just broke the freshman scoring record for Duke last night. Just uh, surpassed guys like uh, Ingram and Jalil Okafor, Marvin Bagley. He, to me, is the most NBA prime guy because he can shoot the lights out. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's probably the best uh, all-around player and, and most NBA ready. It's just that everybody's kind of known Zion ever since he was in high school with like the dunking videos and stuff like that Spartanburg South Carolina so yeah he uh he's kind of the the big sensation but but yeah they got Barrett they got Cam Reddish they got a couple of other good shooters on that team so obviously Duke brings in good teams every year and with Coach K at the helm like they're uh they're always going to be a tough out just this year I think they're a little bit a little bit extra special so um, I'm not a big not a big Duke guy myself. Um, never really have been. Just 
I, I'm I'm a type of guy that likes to root for the underdogs. I'm not a huge so who, fan. So who's of, the underdog this year? Would you say? Uh, I mean, the Zags are always a good story, just because they're a mid-major team and don't really get yeah, a lot of respect. Always, but no, they get their respect. They always get their respect. They get and, they get the respect to a certain extent, and then once it comes down to you know making the final four and really getting it done, then they they always tend to tail off. That's but. what I'm saying. Also, their coach is one of the scariest looking human beings Mark, I've ever Mark seen. Mark Few. Mark Few. <laughs> if you've never seen this guy, Google him. Just Google, I swear, Google this, Mark Few's face. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of a scary And story. then you're not sleeping. There, yeah, there's a, there's a few scary looking college coaches. Who else you got? In terms of scary looking coaches. Yeah. Uh, well, Rick Pitino was one. Yeah, he looked he, like a skeleton. He looked a like bit. a ghost, yeah. yeah. You see, uh, Roy Williams collapsed over the weekend. No, it was yeah. He against Clemson, uh, he he pulls that about once or twice every year. Just like <laughs> well, this, he, this has he, a bit of a. Collapse. He just signed an extension, didn't he? Yeah, he's all these, already like ninety five. Yeah, all these guys are getting old. Bayheim, Bayheim, Coach Bayheim, K. Poor guy. Yeah, right? poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. Did you guys talk about that at all? We did not. But before we go any further, Ford is an excuse guy, so his ties to Coach Bayheim and the Syracuse Orange are just uncanny. Uh, if you guys haven't heard, Jim Beheim unfortunately struck someone on a highway who then in turn passed away. And I can't even imagine what's going on in Beheim's head right now. And you hate to see it because he's a guy that's kind of well-respected in the NCAA basketball realm. What, what do you got What do you got to say about that? Yeah, obviously just an unfortunate situation there. And you you feel for you feel for the family of the, the guy that lost his life. And then you, you feel for Jim Beheim too because, like, they – it was just coming home from a game. They actually had a big win over Louisville, I believe, that night uh, against a ranked team. And he's just driving home from the game with his wife, I think. And the guy got into some sort of a car accident. He was going out to check out the situation, and Bayheim didn't see him. Like, obviously, no no drugs or alcohol in the system or anything. It was a total freak accident. But, yeah, it's definitely going to gonna shake you a little bit. But it could also be something that the – the community can rally around and maybe uh, spark the orange for another, another deep tournament run because no no matter what type of team, no chance. No matter what type of team, Beheim's got and they they proved it <laughs> time after time what? that they just when it comes to the tournament they're a whole yeah, different team. What did I say? I said this guy loves Q sports for whatever reason. A lot of people in New York do. That seems to be like Q's basketball. They they have no chance. Well, I you could have probably said that a few years ago, my sophomore year. We uh, we came in the tournament, I believe, as a ten seed. Who when they had uh, uh Mackay Richardson or something? Malachi, Malachi Richardson. Richardson, yeah, yeah, and uh, he really panned out. No, yeah, he <laughs> he should have never left, but uh, <laughs> but we wind up going to the Final Four that year. A year after being my freshman year accused, we were banned from the tournament because of sanctions and stuff like that. And then sophomore year, we make a Final Four run. So you never know what you're going to get out of these guys. They 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 tend to wind up in at least a sweet 16 every year just be and that, that comes down to coaching in the the zone defense and uh it's just built to built to win in march do they still have that kid from our high school yeah did you did you hear about that no about uh what's his name howard washington howard washington we went to Kenesha's high school in buffalo and this howard washington guy plays on Q's now i think he went to Kenesha's for a couple years i don't yeah, even know and then, but... then i think he went to like a one of those prep schools, like a, like an Oak Hill or like something. He went to Mont- Montverde, Montverde with Ben Simmons. Yeah, he played Montverde. with Ben Simmons. But he uh, he like suffered a stroke apparently. A stroke. Yeah. Did not hear. He um, like that, no. he had he was like recovering from a knee injury or something like that, and he had a stroke. Like I'm looking at it right here. Syracuse's Howard Washington reveals chilling story. I had a stroke. 
Okay, so good. that's not a really good headline. Not Nobody a great headline, but uh, that's, uh, that's Syracuse.com for you. Um, but, yeah, so he's recovering from something right now, but good player. I mean, I guess you don't really realize the amount of ads that go on on websites until you're like a second party. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I'm just watching on here, and I'm not even looking at the the article. There's just yeah, a bunch of ads everywhere. ads everywhere. That's why you can't trust .coms. Yeah, and like... This happens to me all the time. I was looking at sunglasses last night. What, the $20 Ray-Bans? Not $20, but there's like a lot more than that. Where, where do you see $20 Ray-Bans at? Oh, on Instagram, it's always like oh. 85% off Ray-Bans. No, I was just Jeez. I was just bored in class last night, and I was on the Ray-Bans website looking to get some Oh, you're saying they the do summer. Intel? Yeah, oh, yeah, because now it's popping that's up right funny. here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I my, hate that. Connor, my roommate at school, always preaches that the, the someone is in your phone, not actually in your phone, but like, has some like earpiece listening, and then they provide like the sponsored pages on Instagram with like the ads. Like the other day, I forget what he, he was talking about something, and then like ten minutes later, he's scrolling through Instagram, and there's an ad for whatever he was talking about. It was like some sort of shoe or something. Yeah. But I never thought about it really. I don't. I don't really. He care. feels like he's being watched. He's being watched. He's, he's being he's watched. One of those, yeah. Like, so like I, I pull like, out, I pull out my phone right now, and there's somebody just looking at me. No, there's somebody with a that's bugged the phone, and they're. Giving you Instagram ads. Oh, they're feeding me so the you, ads. Let's say we talk about Timberland boots right now. Yeah. Next thing I know. Next thing you know, you're scrolling I'm... through your Instagram, and there's going to be some working man boots ready for you to buy. Could be. Could be. Could be. Oh, before we go any deeper in basketball, because this is an MLB podcast, and because we covered the story of Bryce Harper for three weeks straight, me and Bunger did, the guy is finally signed, and Ford's a huge Phillies fan. Yeah, so uh, I was pretty pumped uh, to hear the news. I was actually just driving around the other day, and uh, I get a call from Matt, and he he just he opens up the conversation by saying, "Congrats, buddy!" And I was like, "Congrats for what?" I had no idea what he was talking about because I hadn't gotten an alert about it or anything yet. But uh, Phillies and Harper agreed to a 13-year, $330 million contract last week. And the interesting part about this deal is there's like a no-trade clause and a no-opt-out clause, which could mean that Harper is going to be in a Phillies uniform through the year 2031, which we'll is just like kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably is, be dead by then. It is nuts. And, I mean, he. congrats to his agent, Scott Boris, for figuring out exactly what Harper wanted. A bunch of money, long-term deal. But I just don't understand. I always thought he'd be the type of guy to go to L.A. or California or somewhere out yeah, west. San Francisco Phil- or something. Philadelphia. I, I, it, he must value, must value winning championships then, because the oh, Phillies got something, uh, yeah. got something cooking right now. You think so? With JT Realmuto, they got him right. Yeah. So what is it? JT Realmuto and Bryce Harper, and that's it. No, they got, and they have, they have a decent pitching staff, and they're, they're, they've been on the, they've yeah, been Cliff on the up Lee. and up for a while. Yeah, yeah, they got Cliff Lee. Uh, they got. Uh, you can't say Roy Halladay. I was gonna say Roy Halladay. <laughs> I was gonna say Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels. And, uh, and, Jim Tomey. Jim, yeah, they still got Jim Tomey. They got Ryan Howard. They got Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins. They got they got a good roster. Who is there? Ah, forget it. Never mind. It was some third baseman I was thinking about, but it's it's in the past. What yeah, about, so Bryce Harper is officially signed, so we can stop talking about that whole sweepstakes. The Phillies are at the top of the Grapefruit League standings right now, by the way. Seven so and two. Seven and two, sitting top. The Grapefruit League. The Who grapefruit. else is in that? It's uh most of the East Coast teams like it's a mix of the AL and the NL but mainly just East Coast hanging out down in Florida and then you got the the Cactus League going on. I'm a big fan of spring training. I just like the idea of it. Yeah, my dad recently just moved down to Florida, so he's he's big in talking about the spring training games because they're happening down there. Has he been going to any of them? 
at all? No, I think this week is my sister's spring break, and she's going down to visit him, and they're going to go see either a Magic or a Heat game and go to some spring training. Yeah, that's a good I deal. Think. Where, where, where do you want to go to see it? Like if, if you can go if see I, any. I, I don't know. I went, I went to Arizona last spring for – for spring break and spring training was going on and stuff and we saw like driving around we saw a bunch of the the different spots like we saw like the Cubs place and the Angels and I want to say the Rockies and stuff like that we never actually made it out because I just spent the whole time golfing but uh but I like to make a trip down to down to the Grapefruit League as well grapefruit. Just check out some Grapefruit check out some is the worst it's, fruit no way Absolutely. I totally disagree on that Grapefruit's Why? good you you cut the grapefruit in half. You sprinkle some sugar on it. You get but like, then that, that defeats the whole purpose of eating fruit. There's sugar naturally already in there. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have you don't have to do the the sugar part, but it kind of takes away like the tartness from it a little bit. But but I, can you just I'm riddle in, riddle me how a grapefruit's good? I'm in I'm into the citrus fruits in general. Like I mean, I lemons, like lemons, limes. I could like lemons I could probably You're eating lemons could, and limes. I'm not <laughs> I'm not like eating them whole, but I if you if you wanted me to, I would. No, I don't want you to. Those are drinks. Those are things that you put in like drinks. Yeah, eh, sure. But like, I think that those are undervalued fruits. Without them, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. Well, how do you figure we wouldn't be where we are today? I don't know. They give they give you life. It's better. I think that citrus fruits are better than like your standard like your apples. Name a fruit your... that's worse than a grapefruit. Name three fruits that's worse than a grapefruit. I probably easily could. Okay. How they're... how how weird do you want me to get? I mean, don't be like dragon fruit. All right, kiwi. Kiwis are very good. I don't like kiwis better than grapefruits. <laughs> this guy, man. Pears. I like pears Pear- better than grapefruits. Pears are like a sturdier, meatier apple. I don't know. They don't, they don't have much going. So you're on. going kiwi pear. Kiwi pear. I got to think of a third one. I don't. I don't like cherries. I'm not a big cherry. I don't guy like either. cherries. I'm so not maybe a big cherry. Get on guy. board with that. But that'd be cherries would be right down low with me with with, with, with the grapefruits. Grapefruit. How do you feel about grapes? I like grapes. Yeah, I like. I'm grapes. not the pitted grapes. I think you're Ooh. a madman if you eat the pitted grapes. Like you're talking like the Concord grapes? Like the ones, the ones where there's a big nut in the middle. A big seed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I the types of cherries I do like though are like the Bing cherries with Bing? the Yeah, Bing. You ever heard of a no. Bing cherry? It's like uh they're like big and they have like a nice pit in the middle, so that might bug you a little I bit. I like but. the cherries that are in like a jar of syrup. Oh no. No, 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 no. Those that are terrible. Like a little ice cream. No, I'm talking. This guy's googling Bing cherry. And you know what I'm talking about in the Bing cherries. Like these are these are good. You throw them in. You suck. You like. You get the pit going. To me, that's any other cherry I've ever seen in my life. No, but you were just just a second ago. You were talking about like the trash cherries that come in a jar. No, those cherries are good because they're sh- they're, they're like they're they're, they're really sweet. Yeah. yeah. I just can't get over. He likes grapefruits like that, and you yeah. put sugar on it. Do you put how, sugar? How in your do we straw? get? Oh, we got on the topic of grapefruit because of the leaf. Yeah. <laughs> well, enough about fruit, I guess. But I mean, I I can't guarantee you a topic that's gonna go down today. This is all up in the air with this guy. I don't know what's gonna happen. We hope you guys stay entertained. I hope you like to listen to random nonsense about fruit because honestly, I was very excited about this because I asked for it like last week when I heard that Bunker wasn't gonna be here. And he was able to make it, and I was excited because I knew that it wasn't going to be – it was just going to be like a conversation we'd be having. But at the same time, we're being recorded for this podcast. So I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of random stuff, just BS along the way. And along and at the end, too, he runs a wiffle ball league in his backyard in beautiful Grand Island, Grand Island New York, where it's connected to Niagara Falls and Buffalo, for those who don't know, by two 
gloriously built blue bridges, the Beautiful north and bridges. the south. Beautiful. So yeah, he's gonna conduct a, a video interview at the end here because I'm a part of this. I'm gonna be playing this year. I was unable to play last summer. You want to tell them a little bit about what goes yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to the interview part later at the end of the podcast here. But so uh, it's called the Ford Field Wiffleball Tournament, and uh, me and my brothers started it up. We're dating back to the summer of 2014 now, the year that we graduated from high school. And so now we're going to be going on the sixth year uh, this August, August 3rd. So come out, check it out. Uh, we hold it at my house in my backyard. Like, it's just a bunch of guys getting together, uh, eight teams of three, so 24 guys all together. And it's just like a big, big fun day. And uh, I've actually uh, won it. One time, won the MVP as well. Matt can't say the same about himself, and he also missed last year, so his stock is sort of dropped. We'll yeah. get we'll get to that more uh, when we get to the interview later. But okay, no. I need to stop you there because I feel like I don't get enough credit when I come. If there was fans there, I'd be a fan favorite. Yeah, but is that what it's all about? I don't. I think so. I I mean, like I think I'd rather have a a team of winners than a team of fan favorites. <laughs> I feel like a couple of years I've had some team winning guys, but it just it doesn't happen. I mean, I did win a home run derby. I did jump over a full grown human to score at home plate. Full full grown is being generous. Not a toddler. Yeah, I, not. A to- not yeah, a to- I guess. I guess. Uh, how many guys? How many guys are gonna show up there and think when they're rounding third base and the guy's waiting for them to to jump over a a twelve thirteen year old? Yeah, kid? no, I can't really expect it. But I I think that with you saying that you've been on some teams that were championship caliber and just not being able to pull it off, that might say even more about what you lack lack when it Always comes to what you bring to the table. Yeah, that might be true. That might be true, but I don't know. Um, last year I wasn't around. You did have a winter tournament. My team did win that. I did win MVP did win the, the winter MVP. tournament. Yeah, so right now, right now you're hot. My stock has to be high. Yeah. I but that was, that was a whole, whole different game, though. It was pretty freezing right. and Yeah, you're going to get a hit, a lot but... of wins. But we'll, we'll do the interview at the end there. It's going to be part of the podcast. I just want to mention that it's been cool to see where it started and where it is now. You know, you, you guys were in the newspaper last year. Yeah, past like we when we started it, it was just kind of like we planned it probably like a week in advance. Like, let's just do this like before everybody goes away to school and stuff um, at the end of the summer. And, and now we've got we've got a Twitter account with a pretty decent following. Link, link we, your Twitter account. Give them the, the... The at for the Twitter account is at FFWBT. Uh, toss us a follow. We we might follow you back if we like you. We might not if we don't really care about you. But um, either way, it's that yeah. Like the videos tend to get hundreds and hundreds of views, and we kind of didn't expect that a few years ago. We just kind of tossed this thing together. But and then another little thing to add. This is just this is actually first time, first time breaking this sort of big news. It's not official yet, but we're we're planning on partnering with the Miracle League this summer and. Uh, doing some volunteering there and then potentially if the relationship works out well there uh they'll allow us to use their facilities in their field right for so some i've, games I've seen stuff. that once as i said he they do the tournament in his backyard where they pretty much tear up their mother's grass for a whole day especially, especially when the weather's bad. when the weather's yeah. bad so what they're trying to do now is go to a local field where it's not a full-size field obviously it's like littler kids play there mm-hmm. So it'd be easy to hit a home run. Not easy, but it'd be, you know, we'd be capable to hit home runs, and it'd be a nice field to play on. So I, I hope that works out because I, I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah, it would save my save my mom a little stress too if yeah. there aren't thirty guys. Definitely, hang, but it, it's definitely taken off. 
the people love the Twitter, even those that don't play in the tournament love the Twitter and there's you know, there's tents set up and there's people keeping stats and there's music and everyone has their own walk up song. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Even even yesterday I was at I was at school and some some kid came up to me like I, I know the kid but we're not like friends or anything. He was like I saw that video of you on Twitter the other day. He's like he's like it had me dying laughing. I was like, Oh, yeah. Word. You guys gotta check out the, the interviews. Yeah, and check the, out check out the interviews. The most, the most like. recent interview. Give them a like, a follow, because this tournament's gonna go on for years to come. Because Ford's the oldest of three brothers, so there's two more that can carry it on after Ford gets too old. Might have children of his own. Who right. knows? And that that's kind of the sad part. But it, it, at least at least I do have two younger brothers that can kind of carry it on. Because you know we're. We're getting up there in age now. We're all 22, 23 years old at this point, and like we got, we got lives to live, and people sure. are people are spreading around the country. So it's not going to be the same as it was when we were at the end of high school and early college. But my brothers Jake and Dom will hopefully be able to to carry on the tradition and start to bring more and more of their friends into it and uh, yeah. keep it going. Shout out to Jake and Dom. Um, those are the really the only two of the three brothers that potentially have listened to this podcast before. <laughs> I send the link out to multiple people. Ford included, and he said he's never really listened, which is okay. I know we're all very busy, but his two little brothers, who uh, I consider little brothers of my own, have listened to the podcast, to my knowledge. To your knowledge. To yeah, my I, knowledge. I, I won't confirm or deny that part, but yeah, I... Uh, well, they'll definitely listen to this one. They Hopefully, yeah. Everybody should listen to this Everybody's one. Everybody's going to uh, listen to this one. But yeah, you had been sending me the links a little bit, and I'd get it, and I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna listen to this, right, at some point. And then, you know, just life gets in the way. Life know? gets in the Busy way. Guy. And I know you have, what is it, you have 13 cats that you've been, you've been taking care of, some Thir- ill cats. Yeah, 13 cats and a couple of uh, parakeets as Par- well, so... <laughs> So like those, those they're a handful, but you know I I love them so it's it, it makes it's it all be worth a it. loud house with cats and birds. Just, no, yeah, it's not birds the, flying the tweet, tweet, everywhere. Tweet, it's, yeah, it's, it's, do you clip their wings or you let them do whatever? No, you let them let them fly. Let them fly. Yeah, and like is, I'm it, not, is it like free hunting for the cats or? Yeah, a little bit. I'm not even a big cat guy myself, but I just kind of came just across. Wanted, yeah, and I'm just kind of like collecting them at this point. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll see how that. Ford's for the right, animals. So. You've got to love to hear it. Uh, before we continue on, I think we're going to go the NBA way. We're going to talk NBA, but before we carry on, we're going to do a couple ad reads here. We're going to do them back-to-back so we don't have to space them out too much. I'll go ahead and uh, lead the way here. I don't want him to get too nervous, so I'll just go first. Uh, the first ad read is for Flip Cafe. The programming on WFSC is underwritten by Flip Breakfast and Lunch Cafe, featuring unique food choices in a relaxed, funky atmosphere. They're open seven days a week from 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at 103 Meadville Street in downtown Edinburgh. Information is on Facebook or at 814-734-3400. Then our second ad read is for the Edinburgh Hotel Bar. Supporters of WFSC include the Edinburgh Hotel Bar, serving a variety of lunch and dinner items every day from their location at 100 Meadville Street in downtown Edinburgh. Information is at 814-734-5103 or online at edinburghhotelbar.com. Excellent job. I couldn't have done it better myself. Now, have you ever been to that hotel bar? I want to say I frequented there before, yeah, yeah once or twice. Because he's been, he's been visiting here before uh, a few times at least. Quite this a is few. His first time back in a while. Glad to have him back. First time, long time. Um, so we got to get back to the hotel bar for some great eats, some uh, atmosphere, a little karaoke. Maybe a little bit after this, yeah. Little, little um, or, yeah, I yeah. mean, I yeah, it's spring break. I'm off from work today. Let's let's talk NBA. I've always been wanting to talk NBA. 
but we usually keep it MLB, PG-13, you know. What do you want to start with the NBA? Uh, I am I know you're not a Warriors guy. No, absolutely and not. And I consider myself to be a Warriors guy. Never never caught on the, the Warriors hate train. So looking at the standings right now, obviously the Warriors haven't been as dominant as they have in past years. Like they don't even have the best record in the NBA, which is kind of unheard of uh, okay. in, in recent years. But this – is this like the year that they don't pull it off? I don't think they win. I don't even think they make it out of the West. Who's gonna stop them? Out like the the Nuggets? The Denver Nuggets. The Denver, Denver Nuggets. Nuggets. You could you actually envision in June the Denver I love Nuggets, the Nuggets competing yeah, I for a title? Yeah, absolutely do. And the Warriors are gonna fall apart because there's not just one snake on the Warriors anymore. There's two. Boogie. If you want to call him three. So three. So wait, KD. Durant, obviously, for obvious reasons. Damian Lee. We were texting about it yeah, last night. Yeah, we were night. talking about that last night. Damian Lee plays for the Warriors, ex-Louisville college basketball player. Mm-hmm. He's married to Steph Curry's sister. But maybe he's just a good guy. And, and That's maybe, weird. What if him and Steph are, like, best friends? I don't care. That's weird. I think what if that goes bad? Like, what if they get a divorce? Hope they don't, but the divorce rate yeah. in the country's high. And then there's going to be conflict of interest going on between – Steph Curry liking his sister, and Steph Curry liking the Warriors and Damian Lee. Yeah, but what sort of role does Damian Lee play for the oh, Warriors? Oh, he's a huge bench guy. Big bench huge guy? Huge bench guy. You see him. And, and if you type in Warriors right now, I bet you there's a couple articles saying that will Damian Lee make the playoff roster. They love him. Well, yeah, but at least like it's in question as to whether or not he'll make the playoff roster. Like, he's not that big of a deal. But it could cause a little, yeah, could a little, bit. Maybe a little Gilbert Arenas action, bringing a gun to the locker room. I don't know. You know who I think has been the the biggest piece of the Warriors' success over the years, the last like five years. So Sean Livingston. I'm with you. They would be obviously they they they'd still have some success without him, but they they have to owe him a little bit of credit because he Ooh. whenever Curry because Curry gets banged up relatively often and, and just needs some time to to rest and stuff. And Livingston like that guy. I don't know about. I haven't really followed him too much this year, but when I've seen him in the past, like that guy could start for like. Over fifty percent of, of well, NBA teams. The thing is, he's like a six-six-plus point guard. Yeah, he's six. He's listed at six-seven. Six-seven, and I mean, everyone started to hear about him when he joined the Warriors, but before that, and before he got, I think it was like a couple knee injuries that really yeah, set him back. Yeah, he had some bad injuries. He was yeah. a promising like superstar in the NBA. So for them to have him coming off the bench is great, yeah. and I like that you pointed that out because I'm completely with you. Yes, they have guys like Curry and Durant and Thompson. Yeah. And that that really one guy with the big teeth, what's his name? Guy with the big teeth. Yeah, it looks like uh, Donkey from Shrek. Oh, Draymond Green. I know it's Draymond Green. <laughs> I just hate that guy. But yeah, they, he he's owed a lot to their success. Um, we're looking at their roster right now, and they just signed Andrew Bogut today. Yeah, they got they got him back, right? They got him back. What was what was his story? Like his why, story why was, was he not in the country for a while. He played in Austra- in Australia. He was in those like the NBL or something. Because that's what he he's Australian, right? He's Australian. Yeah. He's from Australian descent. I think he just kind of won with the Warriors. I think he yeah. went elsewhere. I I think he just wanted to like get away yeah. for a while and, and. But he he just won MVP of I think it's the NBL in Australia. I think he just won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year at the ripe age of like fifty two. <laughs> yeah. And now he's back in the Warriors looking to win not only an NBL title, which is yeah, prestigious. Yeah, it, it is the, the NBL. Yeah, it's the National Basketball League, and they're based in Australia or New Zealand or mm-hmm. somewhere, some one of those made-up countries down there. Um, So, yeah, he's looking to bounce off that and win an NBA title with the Warriors, but I guarantee it doesn't happen. 
I mentioned they're not making it out of the West. Yeah, but you, they got, do, you got to talk East. If they do, top three teams in the East right now, Bucks, Raptors, Pacers, six, Sixers at four. They, they got Celtics at five, which Celtics are my guys, man, but holy crap. they Disappointing. They're very disappointing. And I don't know what it's owed to, why they're so disappointing, but it's it's got to be something that's going on. Wouldn't you say that I've been hearing a little bit of this lately, that Gordon Hayward hasn't panned out like post injury. He scored thirty points last night. I'm not well, sure, but like it's not Gordon Hayward, and but you're right. I mean, it's tough to come off an injury mm-hmm. like that and come on a young, spry Celtics team. But that's the guy he's always been. He's never been like a super explosive, gonna do all the things you want your 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 fours to do. He's gonna shoot the ball, play good basketball, not turn it over, pass well, and just be a guy you want on your team. So those who are saying that he's not really doing what he should be. He's a veteran on a young Celtics team. The guy that needs to be bashed a little bit is, is Irving. Yeah, oh, I agree. He's and he's becoming a big locker room issue. Um, I I I think a big a big uh, part of this would just be that this team was clicking so well last year when they had the injuries and they needed guys like like Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier to kind of step up and take lead roles. And now that they've kind of been a lot more healthy this year. They would expect that they'd be able to continue that success, but it's not like they're, they're like they've been bad. Like they're they're thirty nine and twenty six, sitting at fifth in the East. Like they're a very solid team, but there were just a lot of aspirations for this team to to win the East and and compete for a title this year. But yeah, they might be able to compete for a championship, but at the same time, I don't think they're making it out of the East. I'd be surprised that four five matchup. That'll be the first matchup if the playoffs were to start tomorrow. They're not beating the Sixers in seven games. No, I agree. Less. I agree. And I, if you want to talk favorites in the East, I love the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks. I'm a big, big Bucks guy. Giannis. Giannis and, is the most underrated superstar in the NBA. Right. Everyone says LeBron's the best, KD's the best, but Giannis is the best NBA player right now. I, honestly, I, I thought about that for a little bit. I, I feel like if, if Giannis was more marketable, and, and part of it has to be is the fact that he's – from Greece and stuff, and doesn't speak the greatest English, and just isn't that like, I don't know, like he's not like, entrenched like the, in the American culture. Yeah, right. And he's just not, he's not flashy, and he's yeah. not, he's not all, which is a great thing to have in your team. He's not all about himself and stuff, which kind of uh, downplays him when it comes to being like the superstar guy. But talent wise, and and he's showed it a lot this year. You know, one of the one of the candidates for MVP, I'm sure. But he's just a he's like a seven footer who's versatile with the ball. He can dribble down. He can dribble down the court and be there for a dunk in like three or four dribbles. And he can guard any position. I think he's the most exciting player to watch in the NBA. But the thing is, again, as he mentioned, the marketing people just don't. And just playing in Milwaukee exa- too. Playing like, in Milwaukee, you're not going to get too many primetime games because even though the Lakers are low in the standings, since they're a marketable team, they're going to be getting more of the games that are going to be on TNT. Yeah, even though the Bucks are in first, right? Yeah, I would, I would honestly say that Giannis is probably the closest thing to LeBron James since LeBron James. Uh, I think Giannis. I'm not even. Uh, I like him better than LeBron James. But, well, what do you what do you mean by that? Like, I mean by that in the way that I feel like he can do more than him. I mean, you don't believe you don't agree. Well, maybe today. But, yeah, but even I mean LeBron during his prime was like probably I don't know. 
I don't want to get into that. Everybody loves him because his name's LeBron, but like he's just been it seems like he's kind of been quitting the past. Oh yeah, he's season. checked out. I've seen I've seen a few videos on Twitter and stuff of him. I mean, he's he's always kind of been known for not like getting back on defense and right. stuff like that, and not not rebounding, and obviously the whining and the flopping and all that. Like, really, just not a not a type of guy that I like to root for. But um, but yeah, I've noticed he's kind of checked out lately, and the whole move to L.A. and everything, and people talking about how he wants to become like an actor and. And he might, yeah. It's just, and he's right. He says situation. he has nothing. He says he has nothing to prove, and he's right. He's completely right. Yeah. So then stop. But I, we all know he's not going to stop playing basketball. Where do they sit in the West? Where are they ten? They're like, yeah. Well, they're they're eleven, and they're five and a half games out. Like they're not they're not making it. They've lost three straight. They've lost seven out of their last ten. They're not. Whatever whatever turnaround post all-star break that they were supposed to have with LeBron getting healthy and stuff yeah. and, is not happening. And there's a lot of hate going towards Luke Wallen, the head coach. I'm not with that at all. Yeah, I I've I always think... LeBron's coaches have whether it was whether it was Tyron Lue even back to Eric Spolstra, like they've always gotten a lot of heat. Well That was a good speaking pun. of speaking that was good. of heat, yeah. That was good. Eric Spolstra was the head coach of the Heat. He got a lot of heat. I like that. Yeah. See this guy. And and Spolstra Spolstra is still coaching the Heat. Right? Yeah, he is, and and they've they're they're sitting tied for the eighth spot right now with not a lot of talent. Since LeBron left Miami, obviously the the Heat have dipped down a bit, but they've still been a solid solid but, team in the East, make the playoffs basically every year. It kind of proves that Spolstra's not a bum. Like they have a decent team, was. and I mean, yes, he left the Heat, but he also left the Cavs, and the Cavs are sixteen and forty eight. Sixteen and forty eight, only better than the Knicks, which is and the not Knicks hard to are do. Just terrible. Yeah, Knicks Awful. are sad. There are, there there's are a lot. Sad. There's a lot of Knicks fans around. There is. It's that's a tough one. That's there a tough is. look. But back to the Lakers and how they keep blaming it on Luke Walton. Well, have you forgotten that their roster is a complete joke? Yeah. Other than I mean, yeah, Lonzo Ball, whose dad is the biggest, you know, pain in all of sports. They just signed Reggie Bullock, who's always been kind of mid to not that great. The young guys are good in Kuzma and Hart. Mm-hmm. Ingram, I think they need to move on from Ingram. Yeah, they they and they just got a they got a team full of head cases too. You got That's JaVale true. McGee, you got Lance Stevenson, Rondo. You could even throw LeBron in that category. Muscala too. Yeah, Muscala's nuts. Just tough tough guys to be with in the locker room. You got Tyson Chandler's got to be fifty eight years old. I or think so. so. Yeah, I think he was born in sixty four. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, people just think that and it, it it credit to LeBron because he's been able to do it in the past. Like just. Like going back to Cleveland with not a lot of talent. I mean, he did have Kyrie and Kevin Love, but just to, like when he leaves Cleveland, they're like the worst team in the league. And then they yeah. expect when he goes to, because the Lakers were really bad last year. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is with the Cavs, as you just said, is you named two guys, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, who blow anybody on this roster out of the water. Yeah. Those three guys, those are three all stars. And I think a big problem is, too, that there's just no transition between the young guys and the veterans like there's no it seems like they're turning on each other there's a video that surfaced obviously um of Kuzma like pushing LeBron to play defense you can't you can't push LeBron yeah that's gonna cause some issues that's that's not a good look yeah I I don't know it's I, I actually I thought it would be a better situation out there than it has been it's definitely kind of spiraled into a I didn't expect the Lakers to be sitting outside of a playoff spot at this point no. of the year. And they're behind team young teams like the Kings and who's that 
Timber, that? Timberwolves. Timberwolves, who also are kind of a surprisingly yeah. bad team. Yeah, they they were there was there was yeah. a lot of talk for the last few years that like oh the Timberwolves are gonna be the, like the next big thing in the West. No, and it just never happened. It didn't. Like, and Jimmy Butler kind of didn't help that yeah. whole situation either. But even just with like with Carl Anthony Towns and uh, and Wiggins and stuff, like the, the, you thought that oh Wiggins is a bomb man. But but there was promise with with like those young yeah. guys. Wiggins is a bomb. Yeah, he I is mean, a bum. I, the my favorite player on their team is either Tyus Jones or Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, yeah. Tyus Jones' little brother's on Duke right now. Trey he Jones. is, yeah. So if the NBA ended, or let's say the playoffs started tomorrow, standings stayed still as they were right now. Who do you got? Coming out of the West, or no? Let me paint this picture. Who are your two Western Conference teams to to face off for the finals for that? And who are the two Eastern Conference teams? Uh, so starting off in the West, I know you mentioned the Nuggets earlier, but like, I I like the Nuggets. Like they're they're a good young team and kind of a, a big surprise. But I I don't see when it comes when it comes playoff time if they, if, with lack of playoff experience there any real uh, pivotal playoff experience that they're going to be able to to show up when it counts. So. I'm gonna be kind of cliche here, but I'm just gonna go Warriors Rockets again. Okay, no, we we can do this. We can do this. So, one through eight, obviously one plays eight, two mm-hmm. plays seven, three plays six, four plays five. As they stand right now, we'll go through it. We got we got some time. This will be fun. R- Warriors would be playing the Spurs, so you have the Warriors winning that. Yeah, I clearly. do too. Two, it's Nuggets Clippers. Mm-hmm. Who do you got winning that? I'll take the Nuggets there. I'll like, go the, Nuggets Yeah, they're too. not they're not taking an early exit, but okay, so. Let's 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 write this down. So we'll see who we have in case we don't remember. Yeah. So we have the Warriors the beating Warriors the Spurs. Warriors and the Nuggets have moved on. Warriors and Nuggets have moved on. So then Houston and Houston Utah. and the Jazz. I'm gonna go Jazz. You're going Jazz. I love Joe Ingles. Yeah, I. I mean, the Jazz are good. We let's let's just go let's go Jazz and see well, what happens. You you can say whatever you want, but for the record, when this happens, because I'm a guru at picking this stuff. Sure. I picked Florida Gulf Coast a couple years ago to go as far as they did. Really? As so, far as they did? As far as they did. I'm bad at that. I, I, I wanted to bring this up earlier when we were talking March Madness, just, just to give like a my thoughts on March Madness in general. Yeah. I get so excited for it every year. Like, I, I love it. Like, like, honestly, the Thursday and Friday of March Madness when there's just, like, what is it? There's 16 games of college basketball going on all day from, like, noon till midnight. It's, like, the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Get so hyped up for it, make my bracket. I'm excited, like, love it, think it looks great. And then by the end of those couple of days, like, I hate you're it. Done. It's I'm done, well, and it's terrible. Don't take this the wrong way, but you're the guy that's gonna, you are gonna look up every stat line, and you just gotta rip it, man. You just gotta. No, I, you might be surprised in that. I'm, I don't do a lot of research. My, my research is being done right now. I guess, I, I guess, I mean, you, you, you think too much into it. You, I, yeah, you can't, I, you can't look at mm-hmm. two teams facing off and be like, Hmm, and think for a while. I just, I just. Write yeah, it. honestly, and then because at, at that level, it doesn't really matter. Like anybody can win. Anybody yeah, can lose. and then then I just so then I kind of hate myself and don't <laughs> enjoy the rest of the tournament. But then I I build myself back up, and then the next March comes around, I'm ready to go, and I'm like, all right, this is gonna be my year. But we'll see. But you just, you just eat a grapefruit to make yourself. I, feel yeah, I, I throw on throw back a couple of grapefruits, and then we're good to go. <laughs> but moving on, we got yeah. the four or five matchup, Thunder. Blazers. OKC. Paul yeah. George. If Giannis doesn't win MVP, it's got to be Paul George. Really? I love Paul George. What about, wait, what about James Harden? I don't like James Harden. Isn't he going to win MVP? I don't want him to. Yeah, I don't know. I like to forget about I him. I don't like, yeah, I don't like And him everybody either. says that Paul George is so overrated, 
He's he's just not though. Like he when he was on the Pacers, he was really good. And then last year in Oklahoma Oklahoma City, sorry, I forgot how to talk for a second. Like people were saying that he wasn't playing that well, and he kind of did fall off a bit. But he's having a this is the best season of his career, I'd say. No, yeah, and I I think that the whole the whole Carmelo thing kind of dragged down the moves that the Thunder made. Definitely, and people were like, oh, they made, they made such terrible moves. They should have never got rid of Oladipo and and stuff like that. But but yeah, Paul George definitely been a great asset to that team, and I I've always been a believer that Russell Westbrook can't do it by himself. I'm not a big Russell Westbrook guy. I like Westbrook. I don't know. I just think that that he's a big he's big in, into his stats and and never be able to take a team all the way. But so we're gonna go Thunder there. Which do you want to move to the East now? Or Let's just finish, finish the West. The West? Finish so now the West. so now we're gonna have. Well, this is where we differ. Golden State versus Warriors Thunder. Warriors Thunder. You differ there. You're going Thunder. Thunder, absolutely. You're going you, Thunder. You write yeah, down, yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, write down okay, what you okay. want. Okay. What you so, think is feasible. All right. So I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm taking the Warriors, and you're gonna take OKC, and then we have a difference in this matchup. So I got Nuggets Rockets, and I'm gonna take Houston. Okay. But you got Houston losing in the first round, so you got, you got Nuggets Jazz in the other semifinal. That's gonna be a seven game series Nuggets. Seven game series Nuggets. So now we have. Our Western Conference Finals. You wait. Did you take the Warriors or the Thunder? I said just to appease you, just to appease your mind, since you're a guest to on a, my show. To appease me, okay. Just yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but you got the Nuggets there. So Nuggets Warriors. Nuggets Warriors. That's yeah. the. I think that's that's the the one two. I think that's the ideal. I think that's when what's going to happen. Let's go to the East. The East is going to be a little more tricky. I think trickier at the top. Probably the the, the teams six through eight. They're not great. So we can agree that the Bucks will beat Charlotte. Mm-hmm. The Raptors will beat Brooklyn. Brooklyn, which is a very surprising team, and I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, I like. Forward. I love the Nets. Yeah. Deloading is D'Angelo Russell is going to be yeah. good for many years to come, but they're not going to have any shot. At the no, Raptors. not not right now. But so Pacers being the Pistons, and then we got that Sixers Celtics series. And I mean, if the Celtics play like they did last night, crushing the Warriors, I yeah. choose the Celtics. If everyone's on the same page. I choose the Celtics, but ah, there's so much talent on the Sixers that, and they just work. They just mesh very well. I know. I'm, it's almost surprising that they're not better than they are. Maybe, maybe it still needs a little bit more time. Trust. Oh, the they're process, very young. But, and MB yeah. just started playing basketball like 25 days ago. Yeah. So he's gonna be good. So we'll we'll just go we'll just go Sixers there because I think that's what's gonna happen. All right. Yeah. Well, so then top four seeds advance in the East. It sets up Milwaukee versus Philly and Toronto versus Indy. For the semis, two very good matchups. Um, I think the Raptors do beat the Pacers and to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but I think that Bucks Sixers series is going to be a really good one. Yeah, could, be, could, be, could a, be trouble. Could be trouble. Mind you, he's wearing a was that Ray Allen? I'm wearing a Ray Allen. He's wearing Bucks, a Ray yeah, Allen I'm Bucks repping, jersey right now. The I'm old, old the deer one. right now. Yeah, there's a deer on it. It's green and purple. So you got to go with your guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bucks for sure. But yeah, Sixers are an interesting team. I think that maybe if they were to pass Indiana and get into that three spot, is that possible? How does that how does that work in the NBA standings? Say again? Like, is it the top three division winners? It's and weird. I don't know how it works exactly. That's I should be better. You but should be better. Should be better. I don't, I don't know. I, I just think that that's a tough matchup for the Sixers to see in the second round there. Um, but – what about Toronto though? Like, do you think that now that now that LeBron has left the East, and yeah, that, oh, Toronto's that, absolutely that burdens make it to the, off them. Yeah, I like, think 
I mean, Kawhi's outstanding. Lowry's a good point guard. I think he's a little overrated, though. Um, that Pascal Siakam guy? Siakam? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 40, I, think, I, think you're, I think you're saying it right. Okay. Maybe. I'm saying I'm yeah. saying it right? Yeah, you, at first you were saying it wrong. Okay. Siakam? 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 And Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. I lo- I've loved him Wichita since Wichita State Wichita guy. State. Yeah. Big Wichita State So, guy. yeah, they have a good roster. Yeah, Jeremy Lin. I did not know they had Jeremy yeah, Lin. That's Jeremy funny, Lin. That puts him over the top. So, and, and they, they, they just got Gasol, yeah. Danny Green and Serge Ibaka. These, and uh, that oh, Andy Obi guy, that second-year guy out of, where'd he go? OG? Yeah, where'd he go, Indiana? OG did go to Indiana. Yeah. God, I impress myself every yeah. day with these types of facts. Yeah. So, basically, we have Warriors, Nuggets. Yeah. And then we have Raptors, Raptors, Bucks, Bucks yeah, which is which is 1-2 one, and 1-2. One, but makes sense. Yeah. To me, they're the two best teams. We'll and, see where it goes. And I, yeah, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at we'll that. Leave it at that we'll for pick now. it back up when it all ends. We'll come back to this. Mark your calendars. When the NBA finals begin, what team? Two teams are in it. I won't be surprised if we're completely wrong. I Re- feel like this NBA season. Yeah, you is, think it's finally uh, not going to be? I think it's going to go a little a little awry in the playoffs for most. I don't teams. know. I've I've just never been an NBA guy, especially recently, just due to the fact that like it's just been because you're a big hockey guy now. I'm also a big hockey guy. He's a big hockey guy. He works for the Buffalo Sabers. Um, I think they're in the NHL still. They are in the NHL, I don't know if but they're they, in like uh, the RH, the Russian hockey. I don't league. even, I don't even want to talk about them. They, uh, they, they broke my heart. But uh, so he, I feel bad. I feel bad, but at the same time, it's hilarious because Buffalo sports fans always had this idea that their terrible franchises are going to somehow turn around and be good. And yes, the the Bills did make the playoffs two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. The Sabers are terrible. They started off really well, and I remember getting texts. My stepdad's a Sabres fan, had a lot of promise, and then they just, what happened? They fell off. You work for the team, so you see their yeah, games. I, yeah, I, I've, I still can't fully explain it, even though I'm in that building, but there was a lot of promise when we ripped off the, the 10-game winning streak in November where it was a, there was a point. It, and it, the thing is, it was November, and I think that we kind of, and you, as an outsider, probably saw that, and you you called us out for it. And it's I absolutely like, did because like, I see it. It happens every yeah, year. Yeah, like, like we're we're only twenty games into the year, and we're thinking we're thinking Stanley Cup already. But but honestly, realistically, if your team in any sport, if you pull off a ten game winning streak at some point in the season, it's kind of hard to not make the playoffs. Okay, so if the Marlins. When that, that, first all right, that, that 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 would be the one exception, just because there's 162 games. But say an MLB team went on like a 15, like whatever the equivalent would be there. Like honestly, it'd be it'd be like a 20 game winning streak okay. in baseball. It's like double the games. Yeah. And then for football, it's like a like a four or five game win streak, and they, so even that's good. Enough. Let's say if the, if the Penguins went on a 10 game win streak, I'd be like, yeah, they're gonna make it to the playoffs. But the Sabers, man, really? Yeah. You come on. I don't know. I. I at least thought I admire I admire that you guys believe so deeply. Yeah, and I know you're not even a Bills fan, but yeah. you are Sabres. I think Bills fans are even worse because they, like, they I don't absolutely know. are. They get excited about they get excited over anything, and then they they're also the first to to trash their team and trash their. They coach are, but and, I saw who was it? Maybe Todd McShay's mock draft today. They the, they he had the Bills I saw taking McShay DK went, Metcalf. Yeah, that, that, that guy's like the freak, right? <laughs> yeah, that guy. I mean. I don't even know if he's talented. I think people just saw pictures of him working out and yeah. seeing how well, wasn't built he there, is. Wasn't there a thing that said that he was like 1.6% body yes. fat? But isn't that like not possible? Wouldn't you die? I don't know. 
I have like thirty percent. Yeah, I'm I'm so probably I'm in that same range. I'm not the not, <laughs> we're not the greatest physical specimens here, but good guys uh, though. Good good guys, yeah. We can we can compete in sports. We can compete. You a little bit better than I. But oh, whatever. But I saw yeah Arizona looking like they're gonna give up on Rosen and go with Kyler that's, Murray. That's crazy. It is not, crazy. Not that I don't know. Kyler C- Murray's crazy. To me is- crazy in a couple senses. First of all, you drafted this guy in the first round last year. When you draft a quarterback in the first round. You're planning on building your franchise around him for years to come. Yeah. And you're just all of a sudden, just because the – and I I don't know. like Cardinals call, are just a bad franchise, too. They are a bad franchise. They are a they, very bad franchise. And like you said, to give up on a guy after one year, if you don't see the promise, then yeah, whatever. But then to go up to Kyler Murray, the 5'5". 5'5", yeah. 5'10". 5'10 and 8th. Okay. I think. Yeah, okay. Nine, size, like, 9-inch hands. So – I stand six one. You stand about the same. If we were to get measured by an NFL scout, yeah, we'd, we'd be, be like six, we're six four. Yeah, easily. They embellish these sizes yeah. every year. So. No, they they would measure they'd measure my hand and say it's like twelve inches. Oh, my hand's the size of a baby. So, do you remember that Burger King commercial a couple years back with the guy he who was eating the Whopper with the small hands? Yeah. Oh that's yeah, me. yeah, that's you. Small yeah. hands. What do you what do you got? What do yeah. you think? They're pretty small. They're not that. They're not like small. Always small, clammy too. You know who's got big hands? Who's that? My brother. Your brother Dom. Dom. Well, he's big, big hands. He's kind of like a like a when you see a German Shepherd puppy, as you see how the size of their paws, they're right. going to be big dogs. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to be, he's a, gonna big, be a big dog. He's going to be a big dog someday. He's going to yeah. be a big dog. But uh, but back to yeah, I don't know the whole Kyler Murray baseball thing, and we could we could talk about that too. And so have you have you touched on that at all? Well, in previous we, we podcast talked, we talked that he was uh, it was a stupid move to forego a baseball career to play football. That's yeah, really I always said. But what would so is that I was going to ask you what would you do? If you're Kyler Murray, uh, play baseball. You'd play just yeah. because of the. Are you talking like you don't want your brain to get torn off? Yeah, and I just don't think he's built for a a long yeah. NFL career. He could play baseball for twenty years, but you could also never make it out of the minors. Yeah, I guess he was yeah. the first. He was like the. F- I know he's like, he's like number eight pick in the yeah. draft. Yeah, he he's more than likely gonna pan out if he. That's just crazy to me. Like imagine being that good at at two sports. Uh, like mean, imagine being that good at one sport. <laughs> that's true. Well. I did. We did just win the Emerald Flag Football Championship here. Congrats! Uh, and then one guy who was on that team did win the badminton. I feel like you've had a lot of Emerald success in your days. No, 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 no. That was the just, first just time. A, just a lot of teams, not a lot of success. A lot of teams, not a lot of success. My first two years. What about years, so- softball? Softball, we finished in second. There's a little bit, a little bit there. I, we do okay. Basketball is just a, ooh, terrible, mm-hmm. yeah. terrible, terrible. But uh, yeah, I don't. I feel like to draft a quarterback at one, especially for the Arizona Cardinals, is a stupid move. I feel like there's a decent amount of quarterbacks out there that you don't have to take a gamble on as much as taking a guy like Kyler Murray. Right. Yeah. Now to the, his second pick, he's got the Niners taking Nick Bosa. How do you feel about a guy like that taking like sitting out the end of his well, yeah, college I think he's career? A, I think he's a scumbag. Yeah. I think but he's is, a, but. It, is that like smart? Like, is it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's smart. It is smart, of, but you want, as an Ohio State fan, he played for Ohio State, right? Yes. You want to see your guy play, so they're pissed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me personally. Um, but I mean, genetically speaking, his brother oh, looks yeah. really good in the NFL. So his brother's an idiot. You ever heard him talk? No, but they're both idiots. Yeah, I've never, I've never really heard him talk. But like he, uh, was it Joey? Joey, Joey Bosa, Bosa yeah. like he. Oh, sounds... there's your guy that he's a Ford's a Jets fan. Yeah, well, Sorry do you want do you want to pay for ESPN Plus? No, that's yeah. Stupid. They're not going to show you us can't pick. you can't like do anything on the internet and like ESPN too. Like 
these days without paying for it. You know what? I saw. You said it you my, saw it earlier. Yeah, I did. I forget where. Might have been ESPN, just the Instagram page. I'll yeah, check it out. maybe maybe they they leaked it a little bit, but yeah, uh, Quinnen Williams, defensive tackle. Where did he go to Bama? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Well, then they have another Josh Allen being. Taken yeah, at yeah, the, the the linebacker from uh, Kentucky. From Kentucky, yeah, it's gonna be better than the other Josh. Another Allen. quarterback being drafted by the Giants, Dwayne Haskins. I think he's better than Murray. Yeah, I nailed I nailed the Quinn and Williams Alabama. Good for you. Yeah. yeah see. This is a yeah. this especially with a guest speaker here. We're a podcast that's just gonna nail facts yeah, left you, and right. You name you name a player, a person, anybody, I'll tell you where they went to college. If Bunger was here, it'd be we'd be a triple threat, three stooges. Um, but let's move on. We talked a little bit about NCAA basketball, a little bit about NBA, covered Harper, taking a break from covering the uh each division will pick back up when Bunger returns. Do you want to do your interview? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready to go. I got to set up the camera and stuff. Yeah, but go ahead. You set up the camera. So I'll, you can you can talk to the people. I'll in keep the meantime. people entertained here. Uh, so yeah, as Ford stands up here, he's going to set up his. What is it? A a Nikon or is that a? This is the chocolate. <laughs> the chocolate. He's setting up the. That was a dope phone. The chocolate phone. Yeah, I didn't even have. I, I didn't get this is the chocolate. I was I was saying like Nikon, Canon. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he's he's set up. Are we recording? Yeah, we are recording. Hopefully, we're gonna do we're gonna do the. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's got a couple questions for me. Keep it clean. All right, folks. So we're back. Interview season. Interview number two. I'm here in the studio, Edinburgh University. Me and Matt. Everybody knows Matt. We're just recording a little podcast called The Dugout, actually. You guys should listen to it. It's on SoundCloud, uh, other, a couple other platforms as well. Don't worry. He'll link, you'll link it, right? I'll link it, actually, in the, in the tweet. Um, little disclaimer here, though. Dom couldn't be with us today. He's actually uh, been locked up the past couple days for embezzlement, so I got to oh, go man. break him out of the clink afterwards so it's just it's just yeah okay. yeah down um, maybe yeah somewhere in like the venezuela venezuela actually is what, what it do you is, offer so. me for we're running out of time here we are running out of time we got to be quick so five quick questions for you okay speed round Ooh. i'm getting a phone call <laughs> all right go take the phone call we'll have to start over then yeah the video's toast now you gotta put that on do not disturb bud who called you Oh God! Say, put on doing disturb and just rip the video, and you can splice it together. Yeah, I'll splice it together. We can we can start. I mean, we got how much time? Is five more minutes here. Okay. Yeah. But I also have to do a close our closing remarks, our prayers. You have to do prayers. Yeah. All right. Our beatitudes. Do you remember those ones? The beatitudes. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we're good. Where do you want to start from? We'll start with just the questions. Okay. What do you got for me? Last year I didn't play, so hopefully I can return and do what I used to do. So here we are, back with Matt. We had a quick little audible there. Um, five questions for you, though. Hit me. Leading up to this tournament. So last year, if you guys recall, when we recorded your interview, you were surrounded by an entourage of girls as well as a couple of bodyguards. I, I, yeah. I, this year, you only really have one girl that kind of like has feelings for you and stuff, so... Do you think that you kind of lost your touch in a sense? Uh, I don't think I've lost my touch. In fact, I think she's actually uh, 
inclined my wiffle ball skills because reasons. But, yeah, I mean, I, I still have the bodyguards, and I still have the honorage of women. They're just my friends or li- librarians or teachers. That's touching, very touching. Yeah. Um, so talking about you missing last year, kids spent the summer in Vermont training with Derek Jeter and Barry Bonds. Yeah. What did you learn from those guys? And Edwin Encarnacion. Encarnacion as well. How can I forget? Oh, I just learned basically to get down on your ground balls, keep your glove down, eye on the ball. And then when hitting, especially with wiffle ball, you don't want to swing. John Conti, D1 baseball player, Swings 100 so miles out of an his hour, shoes, yeah. And he's hitting the ball to the pitcher's mound. You got to just take take it slow, take it slow, get the get the barrel on the ball, and watch it go. Hopefully it's not windy for me this year. So we talked about this before earlier in the podcast. You don't have a ring. I no do not have a ring. No. your name. Yeah, no. So why would a captain this summer want to draft you? Look at me. Look, look, a guy like myself, you want me on your team. I'm going to be a team player. I'm an electric player. I'm also coming back, so everything's up in the air. People are going to be talking about what am I going to do? Am I going to be good? Am I going to be bad? I'm going to be good. So you want to draft me? Take your chance. I have a feeling a guy named Jake Ford is going to take you. Ooh, apparently he's going to be good this year. So that's I'm going to be good. Good to hear. Uh, probably most important question out of the five I'm going to ask you. Yeah. How do you like your eggs? Scrambled all day. I cannot do any other way. Fried's disgusting. Sunny side up, gross. If there's any yolk dripping, I'm gonna Ooh. puke everywhere. You don't like to dunk a no, little, I don't dunk a little dip toast my in the. No, oh no, come no, on! No, you don't no. know how to start your morning. Absolutely not. All right, so see, I start my morning with a glass of water, like any good human should. Sure thing. Um, seeing as we are in the recording studio, if me and you were to make any sort of album, yeah, like musical album, what, what should the genre be? Genre, I'd like to say rap, but we're just. I mean, you're wearing a Bucks jersey. So that's probably not a good idea. Um, I was thinking like jazz, or like can you blues. play this? No, we could we could we could sing to it though. Uh, maybe like, maybe like opera. I like jazz. jazz. Jazz, that's good. Yeah, jazz. Yeah, jazz sounds good. We're here. We're done. Great podcast. Great show today. Happy to be here, Matt. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And we'll see you in August. I'll see you guys in August, man. I'll be coming from Pittsburgh. All right. So that was the interview. Uh, great way to close the show. Usually me and Bunger exchange questions on random things. Like last week we talked about talking to birds and different things like that. Forty, I just want to say thanks again, man, for making the trip out here to be on the podcast. It was a really fun time. Uh, thanks for coming to take the place of my co-host, Brandon Bunger. I hope you had a fun time, and I hope the trip home isn't too terrible. Yeah, Matt, thanks for having me. It was uh, definitely a pleasure coming on here, talking sports with you. Maybe we can do it again sometime. I actually uh, skipped a couple of midterms today to come out here, so I hope, oh, did you're, you? I hope you're happy. Did yeah. You? yeah, I am very yeah, happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to graduate in May like I was expecting uh, before. But, you so. know, we had we created a nice almost hour-long podcast for our friends and family to listen to. Yeah, so hopefully I, I can make a career out of this now that I'm— You never know. Yeah. You, you don't never know who listens to this. Uh Joe Rogan might be or mm-hmm. Obama. You, know, you never know. But I, think, I think Barack is— Trying to get on yeah, this. 44 yeah, 44 is definitely hitting us up. But, yeah, thanks again, man. Uh, we'll be back next week with our regular planning. We'll pick up with NL Central. We were supposed to do that today, but as I said, Bunger was out of town. Uh, I think he's uh, coastal fishing off the coast of the Caribbean somewhere. So, yeah, we'll be back then, picking back up. Uh, it was great to have Ford today. A lot of good conversation, and uh, thank you guys for listening.